Welcome to Drupal Easy Podcast number 219. My name is Mike Anello, and joining me again on the Drupal Easy Podcast is Amy June Heinlein. Hey, Amy June, how are you? Hello, I am good. You uh, were last on, it looks like October of 2017, so what, two and a half years ago, something like that, um, talking about Badcamp. And we were, you and I were just talking before we started the recording how you are in the thick of Bad Camp 2019 planning. Yes, we're getting everything organized, figuring out trainings and sessions and website and sponsors. It's a lot of work. So very exciting, though. We're going to mention Bad Camp, I think, when we talk about Drupal events, like where you're going to be. But uh, I will mention one thing real quick that you can further confirm is that it's a new location this year. Yes, um, we have had Bad Camp at the UC Berkeley campus for a few years now, but we've realized for accessibility, um, it wasn't the perfect venue. So we're switching to the Hotel Shattuck and it's closer to the marsh. And so our venue will be a little bit tighter um, so people can get to and from the sessions without having to run across campus to get there. So it's, 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 it's an exciting time for that, too. Yeah, and what is it, Shattuck Avenue? That's like the main one of the main streets right there as well. So it's all right there in the middle of town. Yep, lots of good food, lots of good entertainment at night. So it's a prime location. Fantastic. All right, let's take care of some business real quick. First of all, you are Volkswagen Chick on Drupal.org. Yes. You, your title is Open Source Community Ambassador at Canopy Studios. And I believe it's pretty safe to say you have one of those Drupal jobs that a lot of people would love to be able to have. And that's one where the vast majority, if not all of your time, is um, donated by Canopy back to the community. Yes. So we should definitely mention Canopy Studios as many times as possible and thank them for for all that. (laughs) And it's a role that um, more companies should have. Um, We need like eight or nine of me in the community, little clones. Yeah, you do a lot. And we're going to talk about everything you do uh, here coming up in a few minutes. But before we do that, let me mention our sponsor, Drupal Aid. That's DrupalAid.com. Drupal Aid provides long-term support, proactive maintenance, and minor bug fixes starting at $99 per site per month. There is no contract. You can sign up and um, cancel anytime. So maybe this is a good idea if, you know, the person who's maintaining your site is going on vacation for a few weeks. Maybe sign up for Drupal Aid for that month. And that way, if any core updates come out or security, you know, module security updates, you can get your site updated without any worries. Um, they support Drupal 6, 7, and 8. So they actually do the long-term support for Drupal 6, which is no longer supported by the community as well as Drupal 7 and Drupal 8. And for all of you out there that are Drupal consultants or contractors or even small agencies, they have an affiliate plan. So um, any client that you refer to DrupalAid.com and you will get 100 US dollars in your pocket. So you can check that out at DrupalAid.com. All right, Amy June, so let's kind of expand on this whole idea that Canopy Studios hires you and then basically 
donates you and your time to the community. What exactly is your role? On, on paper, I'm called the Open Source Community Ambassador. And Canopy Studios works both in the WordPress world and Drupal, so I help in both platforms. Um, so Canopy itself designs, builds, and supports websites for clients. Um, but my role is twofold. I help ensure that the internal team remains connected to open source communities. Um, and I also help the community remain tied to the community. So um, I self-describe as a non-coder. So I help the team and the broader community discover how they can contribute back to their open source projects in more ways than just code. You're like a, a like a like a facilitator almost like a contribution facilitator both from Canopy Studios to the community, but then also within the community. Yes, because we all know that for our open source projects to remain um, viable, we all have to give back. So that means Canopy has to give back, and because I am already doing that within Canopy, it makes sense to teach the broader community those same skills. So. It's just easy to slip right in. And with doing that, I, I, I go to a lot of regional and local camps, um, open source camps and conventions all through North America, right now just the United States and Canada. Um, I help organize um, my local community groups, which is the San Francisco Drupal Users Group, and then I help with Bad Camp. Um, and uh, this year I was able to help organize the community summit at DrupalCon and I helped lead the first time contributor workshop with Reality Loop, Brian Gilbert, on both Monday and Friday. And then I'm just going to plug a little bit about WordPress. Um, I'm helping organize WordCamp sure. West this year, too. I'm on. That's amazing. Yeah, it's very exciting because I'm not historically a WordPress person, but it's very similar. Um, I'm on the attendee experience team. So what that means is my team helps ensure that people who attend the conferences have the best experience possible. So we help with accessibility needs, food allergies and issue, childcare, visa letters. Um, and then I work with the public relations team to make sure that um, any gaps are filled between the two teams. It really is. It's, it's, it's an amazing opportunity for both communities for knowledge sharing with you being the conduit. Yes. Right, because I'm sure that there's things that you've learned in the Drupal community that you are bringing to the WordPress community and probably vice versa. Yes, and that it, I'm very excited about that. Um, one of the things I do in the Drupal community is do first-time contributor workshops and um, go to camps and teach people how to give back to Drupal. And the WordPress space do hasn't historically had that. And so I'm working with some WordPress developers and organizers to maybe bring those sort of workshops to the WordCamps and the WordCamp US too. Because if I can teach, if I can learn and teach that process in Drupal, I can learn and teach that process in WordPress as well. So that's yeah, it's a search and replace, right? For the word Drupal with you know, replace with WordPress and you're good to go. Just that easy. Right. <laughs> Probably not, but <laughs> it'll be easy. So I think you've actually done a couple of WordPress events, not as not at this level, but yeah. I think in talking to you in, over the past few months, wasn't there at least one or two WordPress events that you've been to where you've you've had some type of um, facilitator role? 
Uh, no, I've been a presenter at the at the okay. WordPress space right now. So I've been going to some regional WordPress meetups, you know, local to Northern California. And then last month I went up to Calgary and gave a session on um, inclusive content strategy, which, you know, sort of uh, can go across every platform, um, making sure that content authors don't break accessibility when they enter content. So that's what I've been doing in WordPress right now. So the idea is that Canopy Studios basically is paying for your time and by you being at all these events and, you know, I'm assuming, well, I'm not assuming, I know you wear like Canopy sweatshirts and, 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 and Canopy gear. Um, you are actually promoting their, 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 you know, your company at all these events as someone who's kind of the leader in the contribution space. And that's, that's kind of what, or one of the things I should say that Canopy Studios gets out of all this. Yes, but we also get the feel goods of just giving back to the community as well. You know, it's corporate citizenship to give back to the platforms that you get to use for free. So it's those feel good feelies that that goes along with giving back too. All right. So um, let me ask you about something that I'm very excited about. I know a lot of um, developers in the Drupal community are excited about and have been, and now we're actually getting our first taste of it. And that is the new GitLab integration on drupal.org. Um, it probably makes sense that a lot of developers are going to have to get up to speed with, with those new tools and the new drupal.org contribution processes when it comes to GitLab. I believe that you have been talking with the DA about maybe organizing some um, workshops specifically around GitLab integration. Yes, but it's a been a slow process. Um... Mm -hmm. uh, just this week, the Drupal Association uh, received an update from GetLab that the release on June 22nd is going to fix a blocker that's been preventing um, them from finishing the merge request feature. So they're still going to need to build the user experience around that. So we were hoping to sort of bring that to Drupal North, but it doesn't look like it'll be ready for that. So we can probably bring that to Drupal Camp Asheville and Drupal Camp Colorado. And definitely bad camp. Um, the idea is that the participants at the contribution days in the camps can help vet the collaboration process because we're still working on how different collaborator, collaborators can contribute at the same time, you know, with pull requests and code reviews. So um, we're going to, the hope is that by opening up the, uh, opening up the process, uh, before it's released is we can vet any issues that might come up and get feedback from participants, how the workflow should be. So, but what's really exciting about the move to GitLab is we're actually going to catch up with the rest of the development world and adopt a workflow that is familiar to others outside of our Drupal community. So that's pretty, pretty nice. And then um, of course, leveraging with the expert partner of GitLab is great too. So let me mention a couple things based on what you just said. You mentioned Drupal North, you, men you mentioned Drupal Camp Asheville, Drupal Camp Colorado, and Bad Camp, all events that you will be at. Yes, and I'll be leading workshops. So um, people who traditionally don't do a lot of tech in their roles or be, or beginning to tech can come to the workshop and, and um, discover ways that they can give back to Drupal um, with code and other ways besides code too. 
Right. So I don't know how many of those people would be listening to this podcast, but I do know that a lot of people listen to this podcast who know those people. Right. And this is the perfect opportunity to invite project managers, client client support services, um, admin assistants, people who wouldn't historically go to camps because there's not much for them to get from it. But coming to the contribution training, anyone anyone can give back to Drupal. So, um, you know, it's an invitation for more people, I suppose. Yeah. And what, uh, I mean, it, it seems like it's such a great opportunity for the DA to be able to get some of this testing done in a somewhat controlled environment. Yes. Where you have a group of contributors in one room around a table and you're kind of working the process as opposed to, you know, people all over the world, you know, you're not sure, you know, who's involved all the time, who's not, but to be able to have that kind of live in-person testing and be able to provide somewhat immediate feedback back to the DA, that's, that seems like a huge advantage. And, and having beginners or people new to tech participate in that vetting process too. Because sometimes I think more seasoned developers and coders forget the steps and just sort of for, uh, move forward, not knowing that there's a gap in knowledge for beginners. So, All right. So what's a typical contribution day for you at, at a Drupal event or, or WordPress event? Contribution days are my favorite part of conferences and camps because one, I get to teach people what I learn. Well, what I know, um, I love the look on people's faces the first time that they write a patch or figure out how easy it is to review a patch. So my typical day usually starts before the conference even starts. Um, I help camp organizers decide on goals and focus for the camps, um, what we're going to work on. I reach out to project maintainers and core contributors um, and ask them if they have any projects and maybe we can coordinate some work for beginners like documentation or quick UI fixes. And then I help triage and vet issues, tag them. And so when the contribution day rolls around, we're pretty much ready to go. And so a contribution day, I'll start with, you know, leading a workshop. I give a little spiel about how great it is and why we should all give back to our communities. And then I do a live demo on how easy the process is. You know, we find an, find an issue or create an issue. We make the changes. We work a little bit in the terminal with Get. We make a patch. We upload the patch and then someone reviews it. And then we when we sort of do the little training, we'll do breakoff tables where people can work on different issues together. So one person at the table can create an issue, one person can uh, fix the issue, one person can review the issue, and then it's kind of a round robin. So everyone sort of learns all the different parts of it. And then also we'll have tables that don't have to do with the issue queue. Maybe we'll work on documentation like external uh contribution guides and that kind of thing. So, um, and then WordPress, I'm still working with that community to um, figure out what we can do for those contribution days. Because right now, when you go to a WordPress contribution day, it's a huge room, much like Drupal. But in Drupal, everyone's working on code or documentation. Where in the WordPress contribution rooms, People are working on strategy. They're working on translations. They're working on community events. They're working on code but they don't historically have that first-time contributor workshop. So when I went to the con 
the contribution room, it was a little overwhelming because I didn't know the process. And so I relayed that to an organizer. And that's when they had the idea of if you can do it in Drupal, then why not help with 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 it at, at WordCamp? Right. Yeah. Because at DrupalCon, they have, um, and well, you know this, I don't, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but when you go to that first time contribute contributors room, there's like a welcome committee there. Yep. There are people, you know, hovering by the door, you know, hoping that you get close enough to them so they can pull you in with gravity and get you to work and, and, and welcome you and talk to you and figure out, you know, what, what makes the most sense for you. And and they have that at WordPress, but, you know, like I said, it's just more, um, not just code focused, you know, so it's just, right. just a little different, which is great because they move marketing forward. They move translations forward. They move, uh, they all work. They have WordCamp Central, which is this great idea where they share documentation from camps to camps about what works. I think that's fabulous. Well, actually, right now in the Drupal community, you are becoming that mechanism. Yes. And I'm helping organize several camps this year. And I'm taking things I learned from one camp and bringing them to the next, which is really nice. So, And yeah. organizers are really receptive to that. So even even the small camps you know, have something to contribute to the bigger camps. So it's fabulous. Uh, how, how could how could a camp organizer not be just hungry for that type of knowledge? Right, right. And I want to pitch something while I'm here. Um, so because I have all this, you know, quote unquote, free time with Canopy sponsoring my time, I had the time to brainstorm and create a new sponsorship package for Drupal camps to offer. And so Drupal Camp Asheville and Drupal North have both been on board with it. It's a contribution room package. The sponsorship package helps offset the cost of the room, but also helps with costs for community tooling. Um, the funds help ensure the longevity of tools that I use when I teach the classes. Um, some of these tools that help eliminate the barriers to entry. So an agency or an individual would contribute to the camp for this contribution room package, but then the camp would go ahead and make a donation of at least 10% to open collective for tools that we use in the workshops, two of them being Simply Test Me, which eliminates the need to have a local working environment. And then Matt Glayman has a Kanban board project um, that I use from camp to camp. So um, it's a very exciting package. And I love that that we can, that camps are responsive and, and, and sponsors are responsive to be able to donate back to the, the tooling that it takes to give back to Drupal as well. So you mentioned you know, the use of Simply Test Me. Yeah. Um, that makes it easy to, to do this stuff and you don't have to get a local up and running. With your experience, what do you see as like the missing uh, skill set for folks to not be able to get a local development up and going? Like, is it, is, is it just using a tool like Lando or DDEV or MAP? You don't need to have a local environment to give back to Drupal. Um, you can just use get repositories in your command line and you can use tools like simply test me. But on a, a technical level, I think a lot of what I experience when I teach new contributors or even um, developers who have been at it for a while is uh, there's sometimes missing that get or composer workflow that they need. Um, but like I said, if you have simply test me, that eliminates that barrier to entry. Another missing skill set, well, not necessarily a skill set, but often it's really hard to decide what to work on. 
picking an issue, um, staring at the issue queue, going through issues and finding an issue that's at an appropriate skill level or an interest to people can be challenging. Um, yeah, so patience is a is a huge skill set, but Matt Glayman's Contrib Kanban board helps with that because you know, you can use the board. It's very much like a Trello board or, you know, a Jira board. So one of those processes I do before a camp is I vet issues and I tag them and then folks can just look at a board and it's a lot easier to navigate than the issue queue. So, and then of course, confidence, you know, a lot of people think that they can't do it, but literally everyone and anybody can give back to open source. It's super easy. So many different ways to, to, to give back as well. Yep, you can. You can break code. You can test code. You can test for accessibility. You can contribute to documentation guides. You can write documentation in readmes. You can um, give feedback on initiatives. You can help organize camps. There's all kinds of things people can do where you don't necessarily have to know code. All right, let me, uh, let me take a quick time out here and mention a few Drupal Easy news items. Then we're going to get right back to you, Amy June. Uh, Drupal Career Online, the fall semester, starts on August 26th. We have uh, Taste of Drupal, which is a one-hour free webinar that you can attend to learn more about it. Those are happening in July and August. So if you're interested in that, just go to drupaleasy.com slash DCO for Drupal Career Online. Um, our monthly professional development with uh, professional local development with DDEV, speaking of local development, our monthly workshops uh, continue in June. The next one is June 12th, just a few days from the release of this podcast. It's two hour hands on online workshop taught by me. So that's fun. So check that out. And those are held every month. Uh, if you can't make the June one, just visit DrupalEasy.com and um, we'll have the July date uh, selected and published uh, pretty soon here. Um, I have a book on DDEV, Local Web Development with DDEV Explained. You can uh, go to Amazon and buy that. It's cheap, less than 10 bucks. And I'm actually working on version three of that because DDEV keeps on getting better and better. So I have to keep on adding things to the book. And over the past uh, few days, I've actually released a couple of their short blog posts. I call them quick tips. Um, one of them, again, on DDEV. There's a theme here. Some of my favorite newer DDEV things where I cover some of the new features in the last three releases of DDEV that I, I'm finding myself using every day. And um, another one on Layout, Layout Builder and Core, which I'm super stoked about um, using Layout Builder. I've been rebuilding a bunch of the landing pages on DrupalEasy.com using Layout Builder. Um, almost maybe halfway at this point in time done with that. Um, that will allow me to disable paragraphs module on DrupalEasy.com. Um, so, but I'm, I'm loving Layout Builder so far. Um, I wrote up some thoughts and some challenges I had when I first um, started using it, but you can check out that quick tip on DrupalEasy.com as well. And you are on tour this summer, Amy June. Uh, we mentioned Montreal and Asheville, Drupal North, which is Montreal, Asheville, Colorado, and Bad Camp. Um, I know I don't believe you're attending Drupal Camp Chattanooga, but that one is happening in about a week. 
So this should be released uh, at least four or five days before Drupal Camp Chattanooga on June 7th and 8th. So Drupal North is June 12th through 14th in Montreal. Drupal Camp Asheville is, of course, in Asheville, North Carolina, July 12th through 14th. And um, Drupal Camp Colorado is August 2nd through 5th. It's a weekend camp. So if you can't make it during the week, there's a weekend contribution. And Bad Camp, of course, is in Northern California in the fall, October 2nd through 5th. So June, July, August, October, what are you doing in September? I am participating in WordCamp Sacramento, doing some some talking and volunteering at the WordCamp space. And I'm taking a break. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> and then do you have plans to attend or to do anything contribution-related at DrupalCon Amsterdam? No, I organize WordCamp US, and that's that same week. So um, it just didn't work out. All right, let's have some fun. Name something interesting you do outside of Drupal. Outside of Drupal. Um, I like to geocache. That's pretty interesting. Um, it's kind of nerdy and dorky, but, you know, it's a, a online treasure hunt, you know, where I traipse into the woods and find Tupperware and sign a log and no one knows its glory except for me. I did that a lot. My wife and I did that a lot with our kids, you know, when they were younger. A lot. Everywhere we went, we went geocaching. It's fun. It was a lot easier with kids because they'd be like climbing trees and looking under park benches and people walking by would just be like, oh, kids are being kids. But when, you know, a 40-year-old woman is leaning in and climbing a tree and emerging from ditches with leaves and mushrooms in her hair, it's a whole (laughs) different story. So... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's fun. It takes me places where I wouldn't normally go. You know, I'm like, oh, there's a geocache in this park and it's a mile further than I would like to walk. So I walk that extra mile. So so I really like that. Uh, what's your favorite band? I want to say The Descendants, which they've been around forever. They're old school punk rock. Um, but Bad Religion may be my favorite band in general. So Bad Religion, they're like a, like a, like an an 80s or 90s rock band, right? They're punk rock from the 80s, yes. And their lead singer their lead singer is a PhD zoologist at UCLA. But, you know, they're still moving and they're still rocking out. And they're a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's punk, so it's political. So a lot of those same messages they had in the 80s are definitely relevant today. I love your answer to your next question because I can see it in the notes. What are you currently streaming? The Umbrella Academy. I watched that on a whim and I loved it. I love it. I have I have one more episode to go and it's so hard because I want it to last forever because it's so good. Let me tell you how it ends. No. So, this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I like the darker comic book stuff. So so the, it's, a, it's a good show for me. So have you watched like Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica... Jones no, on. um, I try, you know, I give them a few episodes, but violence. How, how, I mean, that's dark. I know, but they're like really violent. Not that Umbrella, Umbrella Academy isn't, but it doesn't seem as violent. Maybe the actors are cuter. I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. What distracts you the most? Like if you're, if you need to like focus on something that you're not, your heart's not hundred percent into like what could happen and distract you or what could, you know, what could 
fall into your consciousness and, and take you away from what you're supposed to be doing? The outside world, because um, you know this, but a lot of the uh, listeners might not. I'm a hospice nurse by trade. And I worked night shift for a long time. And so I had daytimes free to do whatever I wanted. And making the switch to tech has been challenging because I work inside all day. And I know I have the power to go outside and, you know, work remote. But, you know, there's the glare and the bugs and all that kind of stuff. So when I look out the window, that distracts me the most. And what's nice about my role at Canopy is it takes me places. So I get to travel while working. So that's super nice. So the role at Canopy is perfect for those distractions of wanting to be outside, you know, so I get to be outside in Montreal, I get to be outside in Chicago, I get to be outside in, you know, wherever, pick your camp. So So what Drupal project are you most currently excited about? Well, contributions. The new GitLab process, of course, is very exciting. It'll allow... Uh, pick something else since you're sort of involved in that. Um, okay. I really like the accessibility movement that's going on in the tech world, not just Drupal right now. Um, you know, I see this forward push to making sure that information is accessible for everyone. And coming back to that being a hospice nurse by trade, I understand the difficulties that some people experience when trying to access information on the web. So it's very exciting to see accessibility hackathons and making sure that layout builder is accessible before they, you know, take it out of experimental mode, things like that. Um, I work with, uh, some folks and do an online uh, monthly meetup called Ally Talks, Accessibility Talks. That's with Carrie Fisher from DeQ and Donna Bungard, who recently started with Canopy as well. Um, And that's a really nice meetup. We invite speakers um, every month to discuss uh, accessibility and user experience across the web. We have speakers who um, contribute to Ember, contribute to React, contribute to JavaScript. We have people talk about how to make venues more accessible um, because not just the web needs to be accessible, but the places we learn about the web need to be accessible too. And then the inclusion efforts that camps are making is very exciting, making sure that you know we have uh, rooms available for people who have sensory overloads, making sure that there's gender-neutral bathrooms, making sure that they're family-friendly events. All that stuff is super excited because I love everybody and I want everyone to be involved in Drupal. And to have the barrier to entry be a set of stairs or a bathroom is ridiculous. So I really, really enjoy the inclusion programs that are going on right now. All right. Fantastic. Uh, I think we've covered it all. All right. So let's wrap things up here. As always, thank you to devpanel.com and webenabled.com for continuing to sponsor the Drupal Easy podcast. You can check them out at devpanel.com and webenabled.com. If you like this podcast and you want to hear more, go to drupaleasy.com slash podcast or just search for Drupal Easy on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, blah, blah, blah. I will say our last episode um, was probably one of the more popular ones we've done in the past couple of years with uh, Michael Hess from the security team. So if you missed that one, probably want to go back and listen to that one. Um, Really good conversation with Michael. And I think that's it. I think we're done, Amy June. Great. Great. Don't sound too excited about being done. (laughs)
outside. <laughs> I gotta go outside. <laughs> go outside and play. You've got you've got some free time. All right. Well, hey, thank you very much, Amy June, for everything you do and for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. And we will see everybody on the next Drupal Easy Podcast. See ya.